Welcome to the Feminine Waters Podcast, where we discuss dating, relationships, celibacy, and the divine feminine. Let's dive in. Waters Podcast, where we discuss dating, relationships, celibacy, and the divine feminine. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Feminine Waters Podcast. My name is Tiffany. And I'm Chiquita. And today will be a Fem Touch episode, and it is called Remembering Femininity. So let's dive into this. Yeah, I thought it'd be cool if we talked about like some of our childhood memories of femininity, things that we saw and learned growing up that were um, just so obviously and beautifully like soft and feminine from the women around us. All right, cool. Let's do it. So you you go ahead and kick this thing off. Okay. Um, well, definitely like baking is like huge uh, with the women in my family. So always growing up with my mom baking, like everything's homemade. My grandma as well, like spending time with my grandma in the summers, my mom's mom. So like everybody learned how to bake from my grandma. And I was baking since I was like three or four you know, with my easy bake oven <laughs> and making all kinds of things um, and adding to, like I was always adding to the the recipes, the, the little mixes that they, that they gave. And yeah, just like always like um, watching what my mom was doing when she was baking and wanting to emulate that. And it was just, um, yeah, it's like she was in her zone every time she was baking. And yeah, it was just like, you know, the warmth of the kitchen and, and um, all the, like, the sweetness uh, and just, like, you know, learning under her, like, what to do, how to measure stuff and just being taught and led in that way. Like, those are, like, my earliest memories of femininity. Love it. Love it. So what about baking, uh, like, equates to femininity in your mind? Um, it's... I guess like the like the creating things and you know when we create all the time um it's like the warmth that comes from from baking because obviously you know that it's like the hearth of the home is like the the kitchen and um and I just think of femininity and, and womanhood as being warm and so um yeah I think to me that goes hand in hand yeah for sure. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, because it and it entices like all of the senses as well. So that's really cool. Of course, you can see, smell, taste, touch, hear, yeah. you know. So, yeah. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, let me see. For me, I had to think about this a lot, but I feel like, you know, as a child, I was just like super feminine anyway. Like I came out the womb very feminine. I feel like I didn't start to really take on masculine traits until I got into like my adult years, really like college, to be honest. Like even throughout high school, I felt like I was like super feminine. Uh, But definitely one of my earliest memories, like as a child was um, ballet. Like that always made me feel very feminine and very flowy and, you know, just like pretty and, you know, and I was like really focused on making sure like I got my moves down pat. Like I was very serious about it. You know, I really wanted to be the best. I wanted to be perfect. 
And um, I just loved it twirling around, you know, and just like the elegant fingers and the soft flowy movements like that. That was just it for me. And I danced like all the way throughout like high school into college, everything. So that was a huge part. And another one was just like playing house. I loved playing house. It was my favorite. <laughs> I had my little kitchen and I had my little baby dolls who were my kids and my pretend husband, you know, and just like, you know, nurturing and like, you know, mothering them and taking care of them. And that was just, I'm, I'm so glad we're having this conversation. Like, I feel like it's kind of giving me like the feels a little right. bit. <laughs> oh gosh, like I was so soft and like, beautiful like internally back then like so untainted you know yeah um in my childhood but definitely that and then playing in general like going to play outside swimming you know hide and go seek tag all of those things because you know spending time in nature I mean I didn't know then but now I know you know that really helps to balance out your femininity too you know yeah and play in general. So those are some of mine. Okay. So when, where, where did you learn how to play? From where did you learn how to play house? Like, where, where did I learn? I, I had to have learned from my mom. I had to have learned from my mom and I've had to have learned from TV, like, because those are the only two examples that I had. So, and then like, I was an only child. So I had all the toys, like my mom bought me everything. You know, I didn't even have to ask, like I just had stuff, you know? So of course, if there's a little kitchen in there, I see my mom in the kitchen all the time, you know, I'm gonna just kind of like follow her footsteps and do the same thing, so yeah. Yeah, I like what you said about like the nature, <clears throat> being outside and running around and yeah, as much as I, <laughs> I don't spend that much time and I, and I, I was very much a homebody when I was a kid. But there were definitely huge parts of my childhood where I was just outside. Yeah. Um, by the shrubs, digging up worms. <laughs> no, going outside and playing was life because I had so many kids in our neighborhood at the time. So it's like, you know, friends from school who just lived in the neighborhood, boys and girls. So it's like we would do boys against girls and, you know, people had like little crushes and stuff like that. So that was really fun too. That would make me feel feminine too. When like, I know like a boy in the neighborhood liked me and make me feel like, you know, like, yeah, like I'm cute, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that played a big part too, but yeah, that sun hitting you and just being out in the grass and in the trees, we had a little Creek, we had like a little forest that would walk down and go to the Creek and play like, oh, it was everything. I miss, I wish that I could go back to those years. Another <clears throat> memory that I have of like seeing femininity and um, was like just like watching my mom all the time get dressed, like because she was always like dancing in the mirror <laughs> and like she's like, oh, I'm so cute. I'm so <laughs> and she'd always be singing that song, like, I'm too sexy for myself. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, my mom is you know like she's very she was very like confident about how she looked and about how pretty she was and um it made me like 
you know, want to be like that. I want to be like, oh, like when I get big, I'll be wearing these clothes too. And I'll be dancing myself too. <laughs> and like, and, Definitely. No, same yeah. here. I used to watch, I used to love watching my mom do her makeup and get dressed and get pretty. And then like, I would play dress up too. That was another one of my favorites. I remember we used to do that in like, I don't know, like preschool or kindergarten. They had like, you know, a little dress up chest or something. You can go in there and put on like the pearls and like little high heels and stuff. I used to love that. Yeah, same. I I used to like, I used to, I don't know. I think, I guess I learned how to soap my mom, but like my aunt is like, the seamstress one of my mom's sisters but my mom learned how to sew I think from her a little bit and so I learned how to sew when I was really young and I used to sew um sometimes I was five I started sew- hand sewing like dresses for my baby doll Fanny <laughs> and, like, okay. I like cut up uh I remember it was like a pink and purple Mickey and Minnie Mouse t-shirt it was tie-dye and I didn't want any more and I laid my baby and I measured her and I cut it up and I made her a dress <laughs> I used to just love making clothes and hand sewing um is so I don't think a lot of people hand sew anymore and I always hand sew Mm. so yeah that just felt like really like feminine to me to sew things and to make again it's it's the making of things you know creating yeah for sure yeah for sure yeah while you were saying that I just started for some reason like the memory of like just being like smothered with love and like hugs and kisses and like cuddling and like stuff like that, that really made me feel like feminine too, like receiving that love, you know, that really, it helps to like fill you up and really helps to build your confidence, you know, because my, like my confidence, even though it's been hit pretty hard throughout the years, it's it's quite solid and it's because like my mom really instilled those things in me from a young young age like always told me that I was smart and I was beautiful and I was funny and you know all these things so being able to hear that on a constant basis like that confidence that definitely helps to cultivate your femininity as well and we don't get that as much in our adult years we don't really have people I mean I'm sure there's a lot of people who get fake love on like social media and stuff you know when they post certain things but like I said fake love like is you know it's genuine when it's coming from your mom or your sibling or your dad or you know so I think having that authentic um those authentic affirmations really helps okay yeah I can't recall any of that until I was a lot older so okay yeah yeah I, yeah I didn't get affirmed yeah no <laughs> but like when I was older then I started getting some affirmations so and then that made it like really hard to receive it's like this is new and uh so that's something I had to grapple with but that's understandable another thing for me is like jewelry and always seeing my mom wear jewelry and my aunt especially um when my parents got divorced my aunt moved in with us and my dad's sister so that's I always wonder like how that dynamic worked because like my mom and my aunt were best friends that's how they met and then my mom started dating her older brother and Uh, that's how that happened so when they got divorced and my aunt moved in and she's always had like a ton of jewelry and 
like the coolest like clip-on earrings that she never had her ears pierced and bangles and necklaces just a ton of stuff and I used to visit her in the summers and I was like older and I was like eight and I would be like looking at her jewelry bag and she's like no you can't have this but you can try it on you can't have this but you can try it on but when I was like I think I was maybe like 16 and she gave me a whole bag of her jewelry and I was just like oh my gosh I was so so happy like it just I don't know like the being adorned as a as a woman with all these things like that's really feminine to me and she just always had so much jewelry my mom my mom wears rings on every single thing (laughs) every single thing and I used to feel like so naked without jewelry on I've gotten used to it in the time of the pandemic I have not put really anything on (laughs) but I used to feel naked without earrings without a ring and um I have like a ton of jewelry funny I didn't start getting into jewelry until like maybe after college like yeah I wasn't a big jewel and the thing is I think it's because I just never really wore it when I was young because I know my mom told me when I got older the reason why she didn't let me wear earrings to school was because she was afraid like at recess like I might get hurt like it might get caught on something or somebody might pull it or something like that so it was never like a part of my, I remember even being in middle school, one of my childhood friends, like, she was like, you never wear earrings. Like, that's crazy. Like you, and she had to bring it to my attention. I was like, wait, I don't like, is that abnormal not to wear earrings? And then, you know, I started to like really get into it, but like, yeah, definitely like late high school, college. That's when I really started to get into jewelry for sure. And it does. Yeah. It does make you feel super feminine. Hey, it's Tiffany here from Mellow Vibes and obviously the Feminine Waters podcast. And I just want you to know that if you haven't seen it yet, please take the What's Your Current Vibe quiz. It is a simple one question quiz where you will get a result and have something to do right after with the result that you got. Okay, so definitely take take the quiz. It'll be in the link below. What's your current vibe to see what you may be needing in this moment? Like I always say, Mellow Vibes is for freedom, authenticity, identity, and evolution. So where are you needing something today? I would say like for me and just like my own personal memory and not like watching somebody, like I really started to feel like feminine when when I would put dresses on because it was such like a rare thing I am the second child and the first child is a boy and so I was in boy clothes a lot (laughs) there's a picture of me when I'm like two or three and when I first I was like who's this boy and I was like it's me (laughs) (laughs) why would your mom do that to you (laughs) I was like in overalls and I had like my hair cornered straight back and I just look like a little boy and um and yeah so it would be like on special occasions or maybe like the first day of school or picture day that I would have a dress on but when I started to really um get into like dresses I was 20 yeah I think it was like junior year of college and I just started buying a bunch of dresses and I was just like this is amazing like I feel so beautiful I feel regal I feel like and this is just simple it's one thing like I should I, I think I was wearing dresses like almost every day because I just felt like so lovely and light and flowy and you know girly love it yeah Wait, so you did ballet for many years 
Yeah, so I did, well, I did ballet for seven years. And then after that, I just, I was doing everything like tap, modern, jazz, hip hop, African, you know, I just kind of, I left ballet when I was like nine. But I had like the, you know, the technical, like the foundation of the technique. So I could apply it to other forms of dance. Right. Were you ever on point? I was never on point. I never made it on point. But honestly, it's still something I want to do. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's definitely something that I want to do. I remember a few years ago when Victoria Beckham was um, like showing on Instagram that she had like gotten into point on her in her adulthood. And I was like, it's a dream of mine as well. But um, yeah, Yeah. still on that. that and being a chef. Those are two things that are still on my bucket list for life. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I found a dance to be something where I could, not that it's um, feminine per se, specifically, but like, where I can release my femininity in in dance and like really free myself and be in just like connection and flow with my body. Yeah. And I always wanted to like have dance classes and um it was just something like we couldn't afford and so I just danced myself and I would just choreograph routines all the time (laughs) from the time I was eight years old and it went up to like high school I was like choreographing choreographing dances for like shows that we were doing in school and um it wasn't until college where I got into no 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 junior year of high school I actually went to a dance camp and like did the ballet like every kind of dance we do like modern jazz hip-hop like all those things and I was like this is amazing it's painful but it's amazing yeah no I mean dance is everything and I went to a performing arts high school so like dance was a part of my my classes like I had science dance yeah oh my gosh that was like my dream really yeah like I didn't even know there was such a thing because like I'm the like super creative, you know, musician person. And I just didn't know anything like that existed until I was a sophomore in high school. And then, and that's from watching Taina. I don't know if you ever watched that show. No, I've never watched it, but I heard of it. Oh my gosh. Oh, I loved that show. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I wish there was actually schools like this. And then and then I watched um, Fame, and then I realized we had a performing arts school in my city, and I had no idea. And I was just like, "This sucks!" Like, why can't I be? No, and it was the first one around here that was, and it was it was a public school too. So, my high school was established in 1998, and I entered into high school in 2000. So it was only like two years old when I got there but yeah like we had everything like photography was one of my classes like painting and drawing was one of my classes like yeah we did history and math and science like of course all those things but one of like at least three out of my seven subjects were creative classes Mm -hmm. yeah so wow (laughs) yep well another life (laughs) (laughs) yes another life for your kids maybe yeah yeah for sure so what about like when did you get into makeup and stuff 
So I did not get into makeup until like junior year of college. I was never the makeup person. Um, even like when I first started putting on makeup, like I would just do like eyeshadow and like some mascara that was like sophomore year of college. But then junior year, that's when I discovered foundation. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. My skin looks really even. Like, I like this, you know? Uh, so yeah, it wasn't until very late when I got into makeup. It wasn't early. like, I remember girls at my school used to wear makeup and I used to think it was so strange. Girls at my school used to wear weave. I used to think it was so strange. Like why? I used to think we were too young for stuff like that, you know? But I guess it depends on the environment you grew up in as well. But yeah, not until later to answer your question. <laughs> and does it make you feel more feminine to wear makeup? Uh, yeah, when I am, honestly, like when I'm going out, out, it does. Um, but that's really the only time I put on makeup is when I'm going out, out. Like I'm always barefaced, like running errands and hanging out with friends and stuff like that. But yeah, it does definitely make me feel more pretty, you know, because I know that I have sparse eyebrows and you know, um, hyperpigmentation and stuff like that. But honestly, I, I always say if I had clear skin, longer eyelashes and full brows, like I wouldn't even wear, like makeup wouldn't even be a thing for me. Like if, if God just blessed me with those three things, it would be like, what's makeup? I don't need it. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Sam, I didn't get into makeup until late. I mean, I was always, I always liked makeup. I was, I was, into it but I didn't like wear it um I really wanted to go to school for cosmetology when I graduated high school Mm. um that was forbidden (laughs) so (laughs) so um I you know I didn't ever really wear it but I like putting it on people and learning different like techniques and stuff I didn't get into actually wearing makeup until I was yeah I was like junior senior year of college and in terms of like yeah found yeah foundation definitely because that's when I first bought bare minerals like senior year of college oh well, yeah bare minerals. <laughs> wow I forgot about bare minerals <laughs> exactly and um yeah like really anything before that it was just like if anything I just had on black eyeliner and that's about it and black eyeliner and a lip gloss but um yeah same like if I had (laughs) if I had clear skin and even skin tone really that's I wouldn't bother like I don't bother ever it's yeah it's really only when I'm going out or I know I'm going to take pictures if I don't want to take pictures then otherwise it's just like I look like an alien I don't know why (laughs) but uh yeah, like, and I used to have really, really good skin up until I was 22, and then it just all went downhill, so. Yeah, I started getting acne as early as 10 years old, so I've been battling skin stuff since then, you know, but it runs in my family, unfortunately, like, acne-prone skin just runs in my dad's side of the family, so I just unfortunately got it, and then, like, textured skin runs in my mom's, on my mom's side, so it's just like, mm, you know, just didn't, didn't get what I what I wanted, but it is what it is. All right. What can you do? <laughs> it is what it is. Um, you had said something that made me want to say something too. Oh yeah, when you said that it was forbidden for you to go to cosmetology school, it was forbidden for me to go to culinary school after high school too. 
I told my dad I wanted to be a chef. He was like, I'm not paying for you to go learn how to cook. Like, no, F-O-H. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so there was that. But something that something else that really made me feel feminine um, in my younger years was like my girlfriends, like hanging out with like my girls. Like it's like, all right, boom, it's the weekend. All right, on Friday, we're going to the mall. Like we're gonna get cute and we're gonna like, you know, peruse the mall and like, you know, look for cute guys. And, you know, that used to really make me feel super feminine too. And we used to go, it was summertime. We used to get on the train and go to the city and, you know, just like think we were grown, but that definitely made me feel feminine as well. Just like sharing that space with like positive women. Yeah. Yeah. And I really wasn't even focused on boys like that. I mean, of course it's like, okay, like a cute guy talks to me in, in, in the mall, I'm happy, you know, but it's not like, it wasn't like, I was impressed, you know, for it. Cause I had my girls. Right. Hey listeners. So are you looking for ways to boost your energy, increase your focus, and manage your anxiety. All right, let me put you on game to a product that I absolutely love. It's called Slay the Day, and it's a focus shot. So basically what it is, is that it's filled with ginseng and B vitamins, including B12 and B6. So I guess it can be compared to a five-hour energy, but to be completely honest, this is like the rich auntie of five-hour energy, okay? Because this rich auntie is vegetarian, all natural, and caffeine-free, all right? So it doesn't leave you all like jittery and tingly or anything like that. The ginseng and the B vitamins just like make, make you awake. Like, you know, you're just like alive. Your brain's like, hello, I am ready for life. So like I said, this is something I use myself. I absolutely love it. Um, I just started a new job and um, learning all of like the systems and the processes and the trainings and stuff like that has kind of like revved up my anxiety. So uh, another added benefit about this is that it regulates your mood by managing your dopamine and serotonin levels. All right. So in the morning, I just go ahead and take a shot and I'm ready to go. I'm sharp, I'm focused, I'm energized, and my anxiety is completely woosad. So uh, yeah, like I said, absolutely love this product. If you want to go ahead and check it out, just go ahead and click, click the link below, and uh, it's all yours. Peace. Is there anything that you could do today or this week to bring back a little bit of that, uh, of any of those memories? do today I mean I dance at home quite often I put on music and I party by myself um something I else I do to like play I mean I do many things to play but a new thing that I started doing again I haven't done since I was a kid I started doing cartwheels which is like life like <laughs> cartwheels are so much fun like you feel so like free and just like Ah, liberated. I mean, free and liberate, liberate is the same thing, but you just feel like literally like that childlike spirit. So definitely that and um, spending time outside, especially now that it's finally getting warm. Thank God I can go on like little nature walks. And I specifically like to go to my old neighborhood 
the neighborhood that I lived in as a kid and like walk around there, venture around. And it helps to like, just kind of bring back like some childhood memories and like help invigorate femininity as well. Okay. Like that. I'll take your word on the cartwheels. I could never do them. I was too terrified to be flipped over. <laughs> but, um, I would say like, yeah, for me, like I also have my own dance parties at least once a week. I'll just, you know, move wherever the wind blows me. And if someone's here, they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll probably be dancing a little bit later. And I think, well, I think tomorrow it will actually be warm enough for me to go on some walks. It is cold again. I don't know what's happening. Oh, man. <laughs> my that's voice that's is like crazy. 70 something down here finally oh it's 57 right now <laughs> but in two days it's supposed to be 95 like yeah it's gonna be they, where do they do that it. where do they do that <laughs> um, um but yeah like I'm definitely gonna dance I'm definitely like I just baked cookies um the other day actually which felt nice I used to bake every single week like a few years ago and um it just hasn't been a thing in the last two and a half years so um yeah I baked for my niece's birthday and then I baked some more and yeah just like more creating I made some ice cream the other day with my nephew which was nice um yeah getting into like more of the my creative zone with with cuisine I think love it bring back that femininity yes yeah and maybe dancing in the mirror a little bit yes (laughs) well Listeners, I hope you enjoyed our uh, our memories of femininity and our little walks down the lane. Hopefully it sparked some memories within you to think about ways that you experienced femininity in your younger years and think about how you can revive a little bit of that this week and well, every week. <laughs> and we will see you on the next episode of the Feminine Waters podcast. Peace.